News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Your chance to win big. News Talk's Cash Machine. Now, we finally had a winner on the cash machine yesterday. Hassan Muzail was at work in Galway Hospital when Barry called him. He became our biggest ever winner and walked away with over 80k. Congratulations, Hassan. The cash machine has been reloaded. This is the amount you must know if we call. €20,465.86. To enter, text PLAY to 57557. If it's you, we call back after 3pm. Answer your phone within five rings, tell us the prize amount and you win the money. Here's the amount again, jot it down. €20,465.86. Text word PLAY to 57557. Cost is €2.50 plus your standard mess rate to play. You've got to be over 18 to enter. You're playing across the Go Loud network of stations. Full terms on Newstalk.com. Now, lots of people still texting on that idea that we are going to have a portal or that we should have a portal where we can submit, I suppose, videos or, or photos of dangerous driving. One listener says, no point in reporting cyclists anyway. They are untraceable. They can do what they like. And I think that sentiment is echoed in quite a lot of texts. People feel cyclists are getting away with something. Mick and Dublin says, OK, here's the problem. If a driver is caught on camera going through a red light, they can get prosecuted. What can be done to a cyclist who does the same thing? Uh, lots of people uh, not happy with cyclists I think nothing unusual there No absolutely not do keep your texts coming in to us this morning though on News Talk Breakfast 53106 Joe Lanham joins us once more at the Business News Joe I believe today is an inauspicious anniversary Yeah 14 years ago today Britain's and Ireland's banks were effectively bust Uh, It took us two years to realise it and get a bailout, but the UK stepped in uh, with a £30 billion rescue of RBS and Lloyd's TSB on October the 7th. Those banks owned Irish banks, Ulster Bank and Bank of Scotland Ireland back then, so it affected Ireland as well. In doing so, the UK bailout prevented a much wider collapse in the economy, but it came at great political cost and many voters felt that bankers were bailed out and it was paid for by taxpayers. Matt Young was a senior banker at the time with Santander before joining the bailed out Lloyds Banking Group and he's now an advisor in the City of London and joins us. Good morning, Matt. Hi, Joe. Matt, what were you doing October the 7th, 2008? Uh, Panicking, actually, a lot like everybody else. Um, I was actually in Santander just outside uh, their HQ outside Madrid um, watching lots of people heave cardboard boxes out of lots of offices in New York, London, etc. Um, and my Spanish wasn't great, but, but I didn't need Spanish to sort of see what was going on in the screen in front of me and to see that the system had started to collapse, the dam had burst. And then you probably read with uh, great relief that Alistair Darling had stepped in with a multi-billion pound bailout. Yes, and I, and I think, you know, due credit to Alistair and to Gordon Brown, the Prime Minister at the time, that, that they saw what the right thing to do was. And, and much as we're still living the ramifications of, of what they did um, in terms of taxpayers um, owning, you know, much of the UK banking sector, it was absolutely the right thing to do because there was a systemic risk to the whole financial system. So, you know, credit credit's due, they, they saved the system. Um, and as I said, we're still living with that partly today. And actually, some of the things that you're seeing in, you know, the markets today are, are you know, effectively resonating from, from that period in 2008. So what's happening around, you know, the problems with pension fund liquidity is not that different from what we were facing into 2007 2008. 
We'll talk about that in a moment. You moved then to the bailed-out bank, Lloyds Banking Group, Lloyds TSB, uh, in 2010. What did you find when you arrived there? Yeah, I, I was thinking about this. Which is, it, it's like when you listen to a storm outside um, during the night, and then you open up the curtains and, and just hope that, that your furniture is still in the garden. Um, but actually, what we saw was complete and utter devastation. I mean, Lloyd's buying Halifax Bank of Scotland. Um, you know, it, it ended up with Lloyd's with a trillion pound balance sheet. Much of that balance sheet was fairly toxic. Um, you know, it then had to have a twenty billion pound bailout, uh, thanks to, to Mr. Darling from from the UK government. Um, and and what we actually found was that Halifax with three hundred billion of, of UK mortgages, half of which was funded short term in the markets. And as the markets started to face into recession, they wanted their money back. Um, and you know, if, <laughs> anyone who knows banking, if you have illiquid assets, um, you can't sell them quick enough in order to give your creditors back their money. So we were in a very very difficult place. Yeah, and so Lloyd's Banking Group owns Halifax Bank of Scotland. I already mentioned the Bank of Scotland Ireland were present here in Ireland, so it did affect. Us. It wasn't just a UK thing. There was a risk of massive contagion throughout Europe. Uh, and the world as well. I mean, for anyone who remembers those days of Lehman bankers, you know, walking along with their cardboard boxes outside the offices. But, you know, this, this, these warning signs were there, you know, many, many years in advance. I mean, you know, those, those clever investment bankers and risk managers who essentially were meant to be sort of mitigating risk out to the market with those wonderful things like collateralized debt obligations, etc. those hideous acronyms. Actually, what they were doing was concentrating risk. You know, they were actually weren't dissipating it. And of course, the consequence of that is, is, is that, you know, the financial crisis hit us. And, you know, it's, it's a salutary lesson that, you know, in banking, the thing is, is when you lend someone some money, you need to be pretty sure they're going to pay it back to you. You must have had a heart attack last week when the Bank of England needed to step in to prop up the pension sector in the UK again. Uh, and, and, and exactly, these these things resonate through time, isn't it? And, and what kills banks and actually what kills the financial sector isn't a lack of capital or a lack of assets or even the size of their balance sheet. It's liquidity. You need to have cash to go through some of these economic cycles. And as UK pension funds were finding, actually, you needed to sell assets very, very quickly, in this case, UK gilt, in order to get the liquidity um, to, to pay effectively collateral for their margin calls. And, and you know, it, it's, again, a salutary lesson is, is banks, building societies, you know, wherever they are in the world, need liquidity. They certainly do. Matt, thank you very much on this uh, inauspicious anniversary. That's Matt Young, the banking consultant and former director at Lloyd's Banking Group. Thank you for that indeed, Joe. We'll talk to you after the weekend. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.